Welcome to Radio KBPV, Tales of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village, a podcast about the history of southwestern Alberta, presented by Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village of Pincher Creek, a museum complex that documents the stories of Western Canada's agricultural settlement through the preservation of local buildings and artifacts among a six-acre park. Pincher Creek is a town of 3,700 souls in a vast rural trading area of some 3,000 rural dwellers. A vibrant region of rolling prairie, foothills, the Rocky Mountains, the Pecani First Nation, Waterton Lakes National Park, the Crow's Nest Pass, and the Upper River Watershed of the South Saskatchewan River Basin. Join us in this podcast where we present walking tours of our buildings and hear the stories of the farmers, townsmen, cowboys, mounties, pioneer women, politicians, chroniclers, miners, railroaders, and so many other significant histories of this particular corner of Canada. Well, welcome back to Radio KBPV, and uh, welcome in particular to our Tombstone Tours of 2023. And uh, if you've been following the podcast, you know that through the spring and summer of this year, we've been presenting last year's uh, Tombstone Tours that we did at the Pioneer Cemetery here in Pincher Creek. And uh, you know that we've also been promoting... Uh, what our plans were for this summer's tombstone tour, which was not actually in a graveyard. It was on the grounds of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village itself. So uh, this naturally was a virtual tour, not uh, exactly in a cemetery, but uh, we had representations of uh, a selected local pioneers and uh, historical characters who made significant trailblazing contributions to our frontier settlement but who had passed away elsewhere. Uh, I am uh, speaking about this right now as a matter of introduction to our tombstone tours which of course will be episodic and will be divided into 16 episodes that you will hear on Radio KBPV every Saturday morning for the next 16 weeks or so. So that should keep you going through the fall. So tonight we're going to hear from Sue Frank, one of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village's more newer and more enthusiastic volunteers. And she's going to speak on Samantha Madame Glasgow, who was born 1838, died 1921. An early rancher and a frontiers woman, as you'll hear, of the Twin Butte District. And uh, we have now moved in front of the Walrund Ranch House. So now what we're going to do is we're moving to our third location, which is just behind here, next to the ranch houses, and we're going to have some presentations and some of the early ranchers uh, from this area. So these are three presentations. We have a series of three presentations on some of the early ranching history in this area. And the first presentation is by one of our new recruits. Her name is Sue Frank, and she kindly consented to come in here and help out. And her presentation is on Samantha Samantha Madam Glasgow, who was an early frontierswoman and a rancher from the Twin Butte District. And there's quite a story to be told there. so. So Sue, if you'd like to go ahead, please. Hello and welcome. I am Samantha Maud Glasgow. Let me tell you a little bit about myself. 
I was born May 22, 1843 to Isaac and Maria in Wells County, Indiana, USA. Yes, I am 180 years old. <laughs> I'm the oldest of five children. After me, there is James, Edwin, then Mary, and my youngest sister was born, um, Alice, was born when I was 17. I was 21 when I married my first husband, Ebenezer Herring, in the spring of 1864. We had two children, a son, Charles, and a daughter, Elizabeth. Unfortunately, my first marriage ended in a divorce. My second marriage was to Ara Johnson in 1881. We had one son named Harry. Two years later into our marriage, the Lord took Ara away from me. And one year after that, my sweet little Harry passed away as well. Those were definitely some dark days for me. I was in my 40s when I met and married Hugh Glasgow. We had a beautiful summer wedding in Idaho in 1889. We did not have any children. I do want to mention, because we were talking about the conflict and the different information that we were given. According to one of the information, um, Hugh was born in 1867. That would make him 24 years, uh, me 24 years his senior. In another area, he was only one year younger than me. So <laughs> I'm going to go with that one. Um, uh, so we were... Um, we had a beautiful summer wedding in Idaho in 1889 and didn't have any children. Hugh and I left Oregon in 1892 and came up to Southern Alberta prairies. We settled in the Twin Butte frontier, 17 miles southeast of Pincher Creek. Our neighbors knew me as Madam, as Hugh always called me the Madam of the Ranch, and Hugh they just <laughs> called Glasgow. I do believe many of our friends didn't even know our proper names. Our first Canadian home was beside Yarrow Creek. That's Creek for you Canadians. Hugh applied for our homestead papers on October 11, 1901, and we received title for it three and a half years later. Hugh built a three-room shack two miles south and two miles east of our original squatter shack. We had found a nice spring that gave us a good supply of ice-cold water. Our quarter had very hilly terrain. One room of our home was actually a dugout on the side of the hill. We found the land best suited for ranching, but by 1904, he was also able to plow 37 acres to seed them with crops. There is a local landmark on our homestead, a hill. It was one of the worst climbs on dirt road for freighters and later motorists. If wet, Teamsters would have to double up their teams to obtain enough horsepower to pull their heavy wagons to the top. As for the motorists, the Model T would have to back up the hill because the gravity gas-fed system in those early cars could only make the grade going up in reverse. It became known as Glasgow Hill. We enjoyed being involved in the Twin Butte community. Hugh and I were members of the Anglican Church, and Hugh attended the first meeting in 1904 to organize a school district, which stayed in operation until the school year ended of 1958. After that, all the pupils were banned into Pincher Creek. Life in Twin Butte was good to us. We became quite wealthy with, from our livestock, 
some 300 horses, over 100 head of cattle, few pigs and 60 or so hens. Hugh and I enjoyed inviting our neighbors or travelers in for a hearty meal, some of our amazing chicken stew. But I understand many folks found it strange for I would always place my pistol beside my plate. But I always ate my meals with my pistol beside my plate. Well, anyway, after a couple of decades, we returned to the United States, settled down in California in 1913. We corresponded with our friends over the years, and Hugh made business trips back to Alberta, as we still had land both north and south of Pincher Creek. It had been rented out to various families through the years, but was finally sold to R.O. Allison in 1933. This is also the year that uh, Hugh had died. In, and he was buried in San Diego, California. I passed away April 11th, 1921. Almost made it to my 78th birthday. I also died in California, but my remains are in permanent storage at Cypress View Mausoleum San Diego because no one from my family claimed my remains or purchased a cemetery niche. So thank you, museum, for making me a headstone, because I don't have one, actually. <laughs> but today, nearly a century after us, Glasgow's have departed from Twin Butte. Glasgow Hill is still recognized on paved number Highway 6. The incline has since been changed to a more gradual climb, but the Glasgow Hill legacy still remains. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Tales of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village. This episode was researched and written by historians Farley Wood and Gord Tolton. This podcast is recorded and engineered by Gord Tolton. Episodes can be found at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or any other podcatcher. Visit our website at www.kootenaybrown.ca. Kootenay is spelled K O O. T-E-N-A-I. Also, visit and join our pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more information on our museum, or even better, visit us at 1037 Beverly McLaughlin Drive in beautiful Pincher Creek, Alberta.